What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode five zero of the Mid Ketchup Podcast. All in together now, featuring the MKP family with your host Lofton, aka Mister Hayes Adonis, and I got my co-host Rajim in the building. Mister, make it happen all day long. And we got some Jesus, so we got Reverend C in the building. <laughs> Good evening, good evening, and God bless every one of you. <laughs> and last but not least, we got a, a wonderful guest that's here to visit with us. Uh, we got Will in what's the up, building. What's up, what's up, what's up? And a.k.a. the uh, perspective, maybe in and out, because she is, uh, I don't know, she's Ubering, she's driving back from somewhere, she's in the car, but she may jump in. And drop some doms uh, on us real quick in and out of the show. So it's been wonderful, man. Roz, talk to me. How was your week? Man, hey, bro, it's been a good week, man, for real. Hey, you know let's work, dog. Hey, I'm telling you, Mr. Make It used to make it happen. No more bounce houses. <laughs> I'm about to just, we, hey, just about to launch these trailers, man, these gaming trucks. And, bro, other than that, man, it's been a good week, man. Um, you know, I go. I got six days up. Got them so Patriots. Got them Patriots on the draft, though. Hey, the Patriots did their thing, though. You okay. Did hey. Their thing, though. Hey. Yeah, hey, Patriots did their thing. Shout, hey, another day. Shout out to to uh, Jalen Carter. Straight up out of you know what I'm saying, Central Florida out of here. You know what I'm saying, uh, good friend of mine's nephew. I seen I seen him at the at the at the combine. They was representing. You know what I'm saying. So Jalen Carter, I think Jalen Carter went to um the Eagles. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, he went yep. to the Eagles. I, I, I'm, I'm proud of him, man. But shout out to all them young men, man, that's doing their thing. And um, a real real quick shout out. I'm going to tell you how this right now because I probably won't get to say this later on the show. Mm-hmm. That dude will. Mm-hmm. The dude, that dude will have at least three kids in, in, in the NFL draft. All <laughs> guaranteed. And real talk, guaranteed. I coach, I coach his kids. Believe me. He's going to have at least three kids in the NFL draft. Believe it. That's what's up. Y'all, hey, you, you gonna ride the wave too, homie. You gonna hey, ride the wave. I'm gonna be on the screen just like this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he said, I'm at the draft party. Yeah, you see, you're gonna ride the wave. We're gonna, push, you know we gonna push it together. Yeah, no doubt, man. But like I said, shout out to them young men, man, that worked hard. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah it, it, that's hard work, man. You know what I'm saying? I know the, the when is the, the combat? Well, I mean, sorry, the draft was over today or is it over tomorrow? Uh, it was over uh, yesterday. So oh, yes, okay, out. okay. Yeah, so 47 finished uh, on Saturday. Okay, okay. Well, shout out to man. Shout out, shout out to them young men, man, that work hard, man. Them, them, them young men, people think it's just easy to go. You got talent, you go to. Uh, uh, NFL and, and get drafted, man. It ain't that easy. You know what I'm saying? It ain't. It's not. It's not. You know, you just go run a couple laps and you fast and you make it into the NFL. You know, these and you got to think most of these most of these young men have become instant millionaires. You know, they've changed their families' lives. They changed the the narrative of a lot of their families, man. And this means a lot. So, you know, uh, coming from from me on the men catch up, go out there, man, and make your families proud, man. Don't do nothing crazy. Um, you know, saying give back to the community, um, inspire these young men and other other young men and women that's doing big things. Um, so like I said, shout out to all the young men that got drafted for this year's NFL class, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I want to, uh, hey, Will, you know, you coming to the to the show. This is your first time on the show. Uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself and how you doing this week. Uh, it's been a good week. You know, a um, little work here and there. I got a little busy week. Um, 
Uh, you know, I'm first off, let me start off by saying, you know, I'm from Miami, you know, so that's why I got this hat on. So clearly me and Raz, we kind of hit it off right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, throw up the you on him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I met Raz. Actually, I met Raz. Um, he was, like he said, he was coaching my boys. Um, uh, actually, I met him because uh, he, he coached one of my boys' good friends, Kyron. And um, he was um, and Kyron is his son, so they they kind of they hit it off. And then once I met him through 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 my boys, you know that's how me and him kind of like built that connection. And I, I want to give a shout out to Raz because Raz is a uh, that's a hell of a dude there, man. That dude, uh, I've met a lot of people in my life, and uh, I've I've come to learn that it's it's very few men who spread the wealth and give the answers to the test like he do. You know what I mean? Like that man, that's a good man, brother. Like that man, he steps up. He, he's, he's always, a, he's always a good friend and that man always step up, man. So I, I met him through my kids and it was a blessing, you know? So I'm appreciate glad it, I met this appreciate guy, it. you know, and he's, hey, hey, he's the guy that's going to be, he's, he's the guy that's going to be the reason I, you know, I changed my life. So. I gotta yeah. give him that shout out. Look, you know? look, 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 you ain't had to do all that to get back on the show. I mean, like, I look, I've like, known him longer than you. So, yeah, the crazy part about it is, hey, the crazy part about it is, I've known Clayson longer than everybody. Right. It's like, it's like I know Clayson maybe like 40 years of my life. Man, I know Hayes about 20 something years of my life. And I know, and I know Will about three years of my life. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's always good to have good people yeah. in your life, bro, for real. Yeah. God, God put people in your life for a reason. That's right. Yeah. Good stuff. So, hey, uh, Rev, man, how was the sermon today, man? Talk to us. How was your week been going? Hey, man, the week was great, man. It ended off, uh, well, began actually today with a great message and a great word, man, um, and understanding, you know, who we are as people, man. First of all, and I want to go back, uh, just like Rajim did, man, shout out to all of the fellas that, that were drafted uh, and, and, and those who – will go on to be signed. Those trades and everything that are made, man, God puts us in places where we can be effective and, and effective about the calling that he has actually given us, man. And it's a it's a very small group of people. I know everybody aspires to be, you know, especially in our community, you hear a whole bunch of people that are aspire to be, you know, professional athletes or, or musicians. And then not everybody makes it, man. Some, and, and, and I always heard, man, some call, some went, some sent. A lot of people go but there's only a few people that were called. So shout out to everybody who was drafted, man. Go do some big things. I also want to shout out the two young men out of Pensacola, Florida, that, uh, that, 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 that have gone in the NFL, man. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you because I'm getting old and I'm a preacher. I don't remember names straight up. Pine Forest High School and uh, Escambia High School represented big time in the NFL draft. Uh, Maryland and Illinois, Maryland and Iowa, excuse me, um and, and and that's a great deal. But everybody that went, man, like like Rajim said, go make go make the best of yourselves. Go do something big for your families and do that. Um, but but after that, man, I'm, I'm just I'm saying, man, God is really really good. He puts us in positions, just like Brother Will has said, man. The four of us, uh, the our common thread on this podcast is Rajim, man. Rajim is, has always been um a dude that doesn't meet a stranger. Number one. 
and that is real deal. And you get what you get when you meet my brother, man. So between <laughs> you get what you get. I mean, hate it or love it, like it, whatever it is, you get what you get. But the dude, but the dude is uh, the dude is one hundred. He's one hundred, and that's why he's my brother. Me, him, and D man made a connection, like you said, about forty years ago, man. And uh, it's a lifelong connection. And so, you know, when people say stuff about him. You know, nobody nobody is surprised. Uh, not amongst the, no, amongst those of us that actually know him. So, yeah. um, and I, I met I, 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 I met yeah, some yeah. I met some <laughs> solid brothers, man. Lofton is 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 a bull Don't boy. say anything yep. positive about me. <laughs> I'm trash. Look, we don't this is not your moment. This ain't your moment. Look, this ain't your moment. I was coming, but this is my moment. I'm, Let me yeah, right, right. I, I'm just the host. Just look. That, that's all Razin. Shut it down. Shut it down. Uh, but I'm talking about a, I'm, I'm talking about above I'm talking about above board brothers, man, that we can sit and have a conversation, whether it's centered around music or centered around life or centered around circumstances, man. But we can actually sit in a room or sit on a podcast and actually have true conversations and real deal things about life. And you know our common thread being a brother in music and the whole nine yards. We all love it. Um and we and, and we and, and, and with yeah, that said, yeah. because I mean this this soliloquy could go on forever. You can, because I'm about to preach it. I love them, too. And I know you was about to rock into your new sermon. You're going to pull the notes out. You're going to say, turn the uh, chapter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, in Genesis so, chapter one, yeah, let's say that. I'm just saying. What we going to do? What we going to do? Yes, sir. Because we all love raw, and we want to make sure that we get to sit down and talk about this, because that's what we're here to do on the show. So we're going to get that riding right now. But we're going to start it off one thing. We're going to have a little communion. Because it's time for the drink of the day. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. All right. Yes. So uh, I'll go ahead and start getting knocked out over with. Uh, we had a little, you know, get together with some of my co-workers and whatnot. They came through, kicked it. Um, and we made a little uh, mango peach uh, jungle juice. So I okay. got the fruits that been fermenting up in that. Gym. Of your label. We, we had so much, <laughs> we had so much left over that I just refilled two liters. <laughs> we got like, we got like two of them joints. So hey, I'm gonna be on this jungle juice for a minute. This may be a couple shows. Okay. I'm on this jungle juice. So I'm gonna go ahead and pour mine up. Now, Rajin, since you decided to put in all the effort for the finale. <laughs> To now put out video and talk about how I made it and did all this other stuff. I'm gonna give you all the time in the world to hey, explain what you did today. So listen, man. Hey, I, the reason why I went in today because like I said it's a grand finale and I'm gonna start doing the right thing. So be the same every day. Yeah, sir. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. So from now on, I'm gonna be making a drink if I'm making a drink. So listen. So um, this week I set up my thing on um. I got my man cave. I don't know if y'all can see. Wait, well, if y'all can see my man. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, my man cave. I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm like, man, I'm putting my little bar. I'm putting me a little bar in my man cave and blah blah blah. So it's it's summertime in in Florida right now. Oh, whether you want to, whether yeah. So so what I did was I got some of that that summer watermelon from mm-hmm. Ciroc. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Summer watermelon. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So listen, did I did I went and got me some crayon watermelon? Oh, okay. let's go with it. You, you feel oh, me? Right. You see where this mm-hmm. is going? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then I went and got me some 
Real actual watermelon. And so what I did was I took the watermelon man, I crushed it up. You know what I'm saying? How they call it in the in the in the in the jank world. Crush it up in the bottom of there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I added a couple of chunks of watermelon. There you go. T- put me, took me two shots of the Ciroc. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Two parts Ciroc, three part crayon watermelon. Yep. And I like to call it that watermelon crush. That's what you know what I'm. Call it. You know what? You know what I'm gonna call it? What? I'm gonna say, hey, just I'm gonna call that the stereotype. Say, <laughs> Get you a bucket of chicken. <laughs> That's all you mentioned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Hey, look. That I like that. If you wasn't, but... if you wasn't, <laughs> if you wasn't, <laughs> hey, look, if you wasn't, you know, look, look, after you got to like the second watermelon thing, I was yeah. like, I know, yeah, you. I got to <laughs> All I heard was about four five watermelons in that hole. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All I needed was a piece of chicken. It was yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get some Popeyes and that's right. Popeyes, churches. You got to get some back. Right here, like. Raz, call him up. Call Popeye. Yeah. Tell him make some watermelon biscuits. Yeah, yeah. watermelon biscuits. <laughs> Hey man, that sounds good. No, I'm, I'm calling this that watermelon crush. That watermelon you know crush in the building. Hey, we when got- I say it's fire, bro, fire. What? So we got we got the we got the uh the mango peach jungle juice. Then we got the watermelon crush with eight levels of watermelon in it. You know what I'm saying it's it's levels, to me, uh, it's levels to this shit. <laughs> So all right, talk to me, Rev. Tell me what you popping off in right hey, now. Hey man, anybody who has ever been to uh to the Sunday school convention or anybody who's ever been to a church anniversary or the barbecue where everybody elected to bring the plates instead of bringing a dish, you already understand. <laughs> you already understand what I'm about to say. Only man, in the my, south, though. Yeah, got, yeah. Up north, but only you understand what I'm saying? That only in the south. <laughs> hey man, listen, I'm about to hit y'all with an old school classic. I'm telling y'all that the drink of the day today is going to be that old check. It's the Czech <laughs> Country Mix. Listen, brought to you by the Rev C and, and the church and the church convention. This hey, is what's going down. We're gonna hey, pour it. Hey, uh, hey, Lofton. That's yeah, blacker than my drink, man. <laughs> and your, and your hey, local look, neighborhood look. barbecue. Hey, look, yeah, and the neighborhood look, barbecue. Yes. The <laughs> For those that are up north and may not know, that's the equivalent to some uh some Sam's cola. Yeah, like, that's like you're like if you was yeah. at Walmart, you about to get that. Sam's, the only thing, the uh, only drink else, worse than that is Sprite on a budget. Is what it is. It's Sprite on a budget. Yeah, on a the budget. There we go. Oh, hey, Fago is a can of sugar in liquid form. That's what it is. It's diabetes. It's actually a yeah, diabetes. It'll, it'll hurt your throat. That got like so much <laughs> daggone carbon in that mud. It come with insulin. Wrap it inside of the 12-pack. So. <laughs> well, all right. So we brought us back to the check. Old school. So you can probably find that. Just get whatever brand that your grocery store is made of and you ain't never heard of, that's probably the equal to what check is. So you can find that anyway. If you if you are in the panhandle, find you a Piggly Wiggly or a Dale Champs. <laughs> or a Barnes. <laughs> or, 
or in your or your grandma attic. Right. Like, it's hey, listen, if you could name five flavors right now, we'll send you them gift to your house. Uh, you got cream, look, look at that. Do crabs and chicks. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, hey, my that's my sister Carletta. Carletta loves them check. Hey, my sister, hey, tell her peach all day. She's talking about Duval, Duval. <laughs> I can't mess with no. them checks for hey, Lord. Hey, 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 I know, hey, I know my sister love that peach. <laughs> yeah, I can't do the check sodas, Lord. I mean, them things are too sweet. God, <laughs> <laughs> special occasion, bro. With that watermelon uh, shit he got right listen, there. Listen, hold on. That's the reason I got forty ounces of ice cold water behind <laughs> yeah. it. Cause you I don't want to go to the doctor after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you might want well to get COVID. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we got we got the watermelon crush. We done got the jungle juice, peach, uh, mango. We got the check soda. So, Will, you know what I'm saying? Bring us back from the check, man. Talk to me. Give, give, me, right. something. give me something good out here. All right, I've been um I've been trying some uh, IPAs. I don't know if y'all are familiar with those, but I've been trying <laughs> different saying, IPAs okay. lately. Okay. And okay. I found this. I, I was trying the one that was a. I had a voodoo. I was on the voodoo for the last two days, and then I saw this one that said tropical bear hug, and okay. that's exactly what okay. it did. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. That's All right. exactly what it and did. Had you had you leaning and rocking with it, leaning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, tropical. I am. <laughs> First of all, you hey. got a tropical bear hug. <laughs> yes, tropical. Hey, I don't know how you mix tropical and bear hug together, man, but they did. Look, look, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. Yeah. Look, dang. maybe I, maybe I'm just feeling. Uh, you know, saying uh, freaking season finale out here, man. But as soon as you say IPA, and I was like, hey, I don't want to do no colorism out here. But I was like, man, that's like. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know too too many brothers that write the IPAs. But he just said he you just told him to bring it back from the watermelon. Hey, he the watermelon IPAs, too. man. Oh, he brought it, he brought it all the way back. Yeah, that's all I the way back. In case y'all hey, didn't know. Hey, so in case y'all didn't know, I'm gonna put this out there. You Your boy Will is he he, he Puerto Rican too. Oh, so, yeah, oh, all right. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Guess why? <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. They got something to do with that, right? And you know, there. I was a bartender too. I, I bartended oh, at Howl at the Moon. So right. I, I I learned about a lot of different beers and yeah, different yeah. drinks. So yeah, I mean it's not it's not really too many drinks that I ain't thought of or made my damn self. Okay. You know? <laughs> we got another one. Man. All right, all right, Roz. Why ain't you been calling him for drinks of the day, man? I have, but he be working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually called me a couple times. I just stood him up a couple times. <laughs> He's out, hey, nah, I mean, I'm at work, bro. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm, look, now I'm going to blame it on Will while you got the watermelon on watermelon. Hey, bro, when yeah. I tell you this. Hey, this why, you heard me. I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wait, bro, whoa. You would have stopped him on that? You were like, all let right. Me tell you, let, you, let, you, let me tell you. Listen, this is where it breaks up at. When you got the cream in there, oh, no, no, it didn't break it up. No, 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 bro, no, no, no. You look, can't look, put look. the word cream yeah. in that. You, you look at that. You look at the way they did that. Cream was mad tiny. Watermelon, they spelled that all the way. Yeah, <laughs> you, he had it. He had it. He had it. Listen, yeah, wait a minute. He had, to turn the, he had to turn the bottle around to get to the rest of the watermelon. Cran does not break that up. I'm sorry, brother. I'm hey, sorry. Bro. Listen, don't be a hater. Don't <laughs> hate. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if y'all taste it, you be like, damn, that's fire. It's probably fire. It's probably fire. But I'm, not, look, look, I'm not drinking it in 
in public. It's nah. fine. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna play that shit. I drink this shit right now. And- <laughs> hey, you show me a check. I said, I shut up. Everybody, show me a check. So that I set up. All right, then. I got checks on there. Stay away. Playing. Good. But uh, everybody out there, man, drink of the day. Enjoy. If y'all heard anything that was out there that we have, and you want to get the recipe for it, or if you watched the video that Roz put out of how he made it, um, I can send that to you to be able to make that jungle juice. He got like all type of liquors in it. Of course, you can find you some Huggy Bear uh, IPAs, or just go to your local. Go to your local. You know, saying Win Dixie, Piggly Wiggly, uh, Southern uh, grocery store, man, and get you some checks, man. Yeah, I'm you know saying, saying? That's, right. so that, that's how we yeah. doing it right now. So that's uh, why they call it check because you drink too many of them, bitch. You might get checked. Right? <laughs> 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 we check the blood sugar. Right, yeah. we about to check the blood sugar. Is what we have to do. You got a nurse on deck, baby. Yeah, yeah. You gonna be? You gonna need a check to get. To- <laughs> well, we uh, we about to keep it pushing, everybody. We moving on to the news of the week, and there's been some interesting things that uh that's happened over the last few days since we've been off of here. So, like I said, of course, this is episode five zero. We got some news out here, unfortunate news, but. Also, you know, saying a blessing as well. We had Terry Be- Belafonte, 96 years old, passed away. Uh, he was a barrier-breaking singer, actor, and activist. Uh, you, those that made no songs like Dale, Dale. That was right. that man that did his thing. He also was one of the stars of uh, Island in the Sun, came out in 1957. It was actually one of those that got uh, somewhat banned in the South because it insinuated that there was a relationship between a black man and a white woman during that time frame. So they actually, uh, theaters in the South were actually putting fines and bans on theaters if they showed this movie. Also, he was a, uh, like I said, activist, long, uh, longtime friend and supporter of Dr. King. Uh, it was uh, he was he was a person that did a lot, a lot for our, our time frame uh, as folks were trying to get equal rights in the South all over, um, helped out the Southern Christians Leadership Conference uh, and things of that nature. So uh, it was one of those things to hear that he had passed. We lost a great one, a great person, a great singer, a great actor, a great activist and was all about uh, his people uh, pushing forward during that time frame. So, Roz, have you heard about uh, Harry Belafonte's passing, and uh, was there anything that he had done or um, that affected you um, or uh, or affected their, your parents, you know what I'm saying, uh, during the time frame that he was alive? Yeah, man, so, um, you know, I listened to my, my parents listened, of course, listened to my mom. I know my mom did listen to Harry Belafonte. And first of all, condolences to the family. And, you know, it's I look at I look at men like him and I wonder in our generation or the generation that's coming up behind us, who is going to be that person? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to be that person that, you know, broke barriers? And that's what that's exactly what um, what he did. He broke barriers. You know, and he wasn't scared to break barriers. I mean, I I can imagine in that day and time how scary the production was when they created something of the of the sense of a black man and a black one I and mean, a white woman being together. You know, that had to be a scary situation to bring that to the forefront. 
You know what I'm saying? But for him to break those barriers and say, like, you know what? I'm going to do this, whether y'all like it or not. Because people were dying back then because of stuff like that. You see what happened to, um, you know, Emmett Till um, just by somebody saying, you know, um, a, a black man tried to do something to a white woman. So, for like I said, in that day and time, you know, it has it had to be a situation where it was scary to 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 bring it to the forefront, and you know, for him to move forward and be as successful as he as he was um, is an amazing feat, you know. And I, I, I do think, and you know, and maybe this is something I can ask you guys. You know, I feel like who in our time frame, and not, and not even behind us in our time, you know, we all between I would say thirty to fifty, you know, what I'm saying, but who in our time frame is that person? that breaks those barriers that were activists, that actors, you know, people that came in to, to do this. I mean, you know, just, just an, just a all around um, person that, that that's going to break, that's going to break down the barriers for, for our kids, you know what I'm saying? To look at later on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Will, was there anything, um, anything in that situation? We'll get to that question uh, after, uh, after, if you have anything to say about uh, Harry Belafonte and then we'll go to, We'll go to Rev C on his words, and then we'll try to answer that question on, you know, who is that person of our time frame? So, Will, go ahead. Well, first of all, um, I've only known him for like as far as his music, and I didn't know some of his um his, his accolades as far as what he did for his community, for the black community as well. I, I didn't know as much as I should know, so I'm kind of being educated as I go right now. This conversation kind of just educated me on how much he done. But I did. I do know that he was a, an important figure, and 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 in the movement. You know, I do know that much, and I do know that it's men like him that, like Raz say, that we just, like he said, there's. It, I I don't have too many men that I can refer to that I can re, that I can say that you know took that place, that took that that initiative to bring us all together. Because I get along with everybody, so I kind of agree with Raz on that. Like, who's going to be that guy? You know, because that's what I'm getting from that guy. He was just a bridge for everyone. You know, very much so. Go ahead, Reverend C. What uh, what 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 inspired you, or what did you see uh, of Harry Belafonte around you that uh, could affected you, or or affected your parents? Let me say this, man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, man. <clears throat> First of all, shout out to one of the greatest, man. I mean, an activist in his own right. You know, one one guy that that has been involved in quite a bit of stuff um, and, and broke barriers in all manners of the business, not just music, um, just his activism, his activism. And as far as, you know, the worldwide, you've seen, you've seen him act, you've seen him sing, but uh, behind the March on Washington, behind all kinds and all manners of things, man, this guy was an activist and he actually lived a life that that represented great things as far as uh, people of color, black people are concerned. So, um, you know, he lived a full life, man, it, a man into his 90s, you know, a blessed individual as he is. And he he broke barriers and, and didn't mind breaking down things. And it didn't seem like it didn't seem like, you know, we don't we never know what people deal with on a personal level. But he broke barriers and continued to, to actually practice his art and show up in rooms and show up in places where where black people wouldn't normally be represented. So, you know, shout out to one of the greatest. You know, we say the GOAT, but I'm just going to I'm going to say it out because his legacy deserves 
deserves uh, for us to call him one of the greatest of all times. And so, you know, his full life uh, has actually shown us no, no, no controversy, no whatever, whatever, you know, and broke barriers in, in, in as far as he's concerned. So shout out to one of the greatest and the life that he lived and to God be the glory and bless his family in their time of, of mourning and sorrow. And I pray that they actually look up and see the things that he has done and see that he is represented well, not just his family, but and not just his community as black people, but but this country and the world. So shout out to the greatest man. Shout out. Shout out. So. So with that, uh, with that question that Ross put forward, like, do you feel that there's somebody in, you know, uh, everybody would have been 75 from 1975 until now? Uh, I'm looking at it in that, in that aspect. So you're looking at 75, 74 until now. Um, is there a person out there uh, in our community that really kind of pushed things forward or that you saw the, the representative of moving the community forward. What do you uh, what do you think, Roz? Did you have any about anything pop in your head or or will uh, you ask somebody? Well, yeah, go ahead, Will. Well, the one thing that I can say as far as that is, I look at it like there's. So back in those days, we didn't have social media. We didn't have, right. you know, the 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 platform that we all are capable of using at our disposable just from the tap of a phone. Right. Um, so. When you have somebody of that uh, importance and of that power and, you know, you're going to gravitate towards that because there is no other, I guess, choice to make. Whereas to now, yeah. when you have social media, you have so many people who can portray that they're about those causes. They're, they can portray that they're about those those good intentions. But you got so many choices. Now these kids don't know who to choose for, from. So that's why it's like when I guess to answer that question we don't know who because there's so many people out there. Who do who do they choose from? Who's right. the right one? Who's not the right one? Whereas to back in those days, your mama and your daddy let you know who you were supposed to, you know, right. follow behind. You right. know what right. I mean? Your mama and daddy guided you and told you that's who you look up to. That's who you respond to. That's who you respect. If when you hear this man t talk, you listen. When you hear that right. woman talk, you listen. You don't have that no more. Now everybody yeah. get on social media and press press play and they can watch TikTok. Yeah, yeah, and, it, and the thing about that, with you know, the thing that we don't we don't look at is that it's all about how you approach the situation as well. You know, there's so many information, uh, so much information out there, and there's so much misinformation out there. So yes. I yes. think our fathers back in the day, the way they handled um, injustice, you know, was different from how we handle injustice now. You mm. know, and uh, we try. Don't get me wrong; they're out there. We march. We do our things. Um, but with social media, like you said, it's a different platform. It's a different platform. It's, it's different than walking down the street and getting sprayed with water. You know, um, it's different than sit-ins. You know, you used to do sit-ins back in the day. You know, it's di yeah. these, these days is a lot different. Um, there, there, you know, there's violence involved in a lot of situations. Um, a lot of times our situations get, you know, us in more trouble, you know, and, like I said, we have the we. I guess I guess what I want to say is we have the we have the power to, and, and what I'm saying the power and the platform to get us where we need to be. It's just all about learning how to present that, you know, in a way that people learn. You know, the platform doesn't mean we go out there and like for example, we didn't raid the the you know um, was Congress or what, what what was it um 
freak, what's it? What was it called? What was the day when they when they did the raid? What's it oh, called? Oh, you talking about when they went in and they? What's it called? But it's called it it in, insurrection. Yeah, insurrection. We didn't. We didn't. You know, we didn't yeah. yeah, we weren't a part of that. You know, it was a couple of sprinkled in there, but it wasn't. And we have to understand that had we done something like that, um, there would have been a lot more deaths. It would still been. A lot more people in prison. It wouldn't have been no probations, and this person got six months and blah blah blah. No, we would have been in prison for years on end had we. So we have to understand, and we have to teach our youth that you know our situation is different. You know the laws don't apply to us the same way the laws apply to other people. You know because of our intimidating demeanor. For example, you know as as a black man, I'm 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 six three, two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Automatically, when I get pulled up by the police, guess what? They fear for their life. Now I got to watch every everything I say. I got to watch how I move. I got to watch everything about this transaction so it doesn't go wrong. You get what I'm saying? So we had to teach our youth there's a different way to approach um, how we address our, you know, our freedoms and our and our right to, you know, move forward as 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 minorities or whatever. And so back to the original question, you know, I'm, I'm not sure we have a lot of, you know, people these days that can fit that, can fit those shoes. There's not a, there's not a current Martin Luther King. There's not a current, current Malcolm X. There's not a current, you know, um, you know, so many, like a lot of people that died already passed away. So who do we got, who do we have now that stands up for the people? You know, we have black, black lives matter, but guess what? Then that got tainted. You know what I'm saying? They got tainted by something that didn't even matter to anybody but them. You know what I'm saying? So who stands up for the people now? And that's well, go ahead. I would I would say that um, you know, in in you know, there was a couple couple of things in there where you know I, I would never say that it's easier now than it was when you had dogs chasing you getting sprayed and you had everybody. Oh no, it's not easy. No, 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 no. You know, um, so I, I would always look at it as the information on the way that you're supposed to do it is not getting passed down due to the fact that those that went through it were trying to get people away from it. And it was a situation where, hey, we got to this stepping stone. Now it was a, you know, we went from, all right, the, the inner city to, or suburbs, all black neighborhood, everybody got to live together to, okay, some people going to college, we making some money. Now people are being able to move into other different types of neighborhoods. And it turned into, hey, we're getting closer to you can be anything that you want in this country. Right. So, yeah, more people yeah. that was more acceptable and things like. So the don't rock the boat type situation of, you know, hey, you had to rock the boat back in the 50s, 60s. We got to rock. Got to rock the boat because nothing is going right. You know what I'm saying? Randomly, you doing nothing wrong. Randomly, folks is getting getting shellac killed, blah, blah, blah. It got to a point where, like, hey, parents are doing better, folks is doing good, everybody's kind of in the neighborhood. You have, you still have your normal uh, every once in a while racial things that are happen, but it's like, hey, you fight through it because life is getting better, things are getting better. True, right? you know what I'm saying. And so I think that was a thing that that didn't get passed on, right? So you had things like she said, Al Sharpton, you had Jesse Jackson that during the '80s, '90s, that time frame where it was okay. Somebody was still relevant from Dr. Martin Luther King time frame. 
those gentlemen are old. And that information of be, knowing how to be that activist, getting into that political area, being able to do those things, that uh, guy, that didn't get past, that didn't get past anybody. That what's was, his name? What's the guy's, what's the lawyer name that represents, um, Benjamin Crump. Benjamin Ben Crump. I mean, I mean he he's a guy that I kind of respect what he does. You know, a little bit as far as you know. I would just say in the aspect of that, as of that type of stature, did not has not gotten passed on because yeah, Jesse Jackson yeah, yeah. and Al Sharpton's stature of being yes, correct, those correct. people was because they were attached to Martin Luther King. And they were ones after he died, they were continuing on the steps. There wasn't anybody that came up with them that is continuing on the steps. So now there's a gap because now you have not only the gap of not telling anybody, but you also have the age gap because then you got, hey, I ain't listening to this old dude. He don't know about blah, 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 yada, yada. So then it's now it's being recreated custom by whoever's there. Now you have a digital platform that anybody yeah, can be there. Yeah. And then you also have a digital that's what I was saying, yeah. that automatically can take you down because if you don't do everything perfectly, you're instantly can be like, you're out of here. Just so like let me ask you this. Let me put a couple right names out there for you real quick. So, and, and matter of fact, I'm going to ask you, Clicks. I'm going to put these names out there and y'all tell me what y'all feel about how do you feel they connect to what we're talking about. Three names. Since we're, since we're music. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, KRS One. What you think, Clexon? I think first of all, I think Chris fits the mold of what what Lofton was just saying. Hayes is saying, you know, because to be honest with you, if you look at what what's current, Chris is is one of those old guys. If you if you if you get at what you're saying, uh, with this is concerned, absolutely. Chris has got a great voice. Chris is is very conscious and actually actually talking about it. Um, Kendrick Lamar, to be honest with you, um, I'm gonna tell you, you know, over the last. You know you don't like him. Okay, ten four. Very little bit. <laughs> we've we, we already we've already talked about the fact that I don't listen to very much. One or two things that he says. Okay, all right. Okay, cool. He don't uh, like Jay, Cole a prize winner uh, artist. Stop it, <laughs> J Cole. <laughs> J Cole. I'm in there. I mean, I, I like I like his message. I like I like the way that his intelligence and the way that he delivers. Um, but to to measure those two gentlemen into this conversation, I'm gonna agree with a portion of what you said earlier, and also a portion of what Lofton said. There is not a, a a carryover. These gentlemen that actually go go forward now, and then I'm about to be, I'm gonna kind of be controversial in what I say after this point. This is you, you don't have a whole bunch of people that are went went into the conversation because number one, nobody wants to be a part of what they call this snitching. Um, Whatever. So in, in in order for us to not be a part of the conversation, then we can't tell on ourselves as to what's actually going on. So a lot of people shy away from the conversation where it's concerned. If you find out, you find out. If you don't, you don't. Um, and, and, and that's the the detriment to the future. We're not we're not passing information on because nobody wants to be the one that tells that, hey, we're doing it wrong right now. Unless you just want a platform about coming coming for somebody or or 
or coming at somebody. And that's unfortunate because we had people that did not matter. It did not matter. Dr. Martin Luther King, it did not matter what they said about him. He was going to go at them saying that, hey, listen, this is what's wrong. And this is what we got to do to fix it. Way back in the day, the church was the center for social justice for the black community. The church has the, the, the respect that the church garnered years and years ago. People don't respect the church anymore. The most hated group of people in the entire world is the Christian community. Um, everybody else is protected. Everybody else is protected. But why but is even that? The, the, the reason is because, you know, we used to actually say in the Christian community, hey, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. And I can't offend the H-I-J-K-L-M and the P's, and I also cannot offend anybody else's where that's concerned because I'll get canceled. This is what Brother Lofton was just saying. I'll get canceled if I offend because I say that the word says this, and that's the way that it is. It's not that I hate anybody. It's just the fact that the way that I say it, people don't like it. And so, in fact, and then there's the shying away of Christian values in any aspect of the world. I can't do that. Um, you hear some of my favorite artists. Um, one of my favorite artists, and I'm not going to call his name because we are on a podcast here, says the art of Christianity, well, well, the, the art of of not doing something was brought to us by Christianity was given, which was given to us by our oppressor. Only a portion of that is correct because Christianity wasn't the beginning of the real word, the way, but we don't dig into that. So what we do is we shy away from something that gives you that right is right. Wrong is wrong. And this is where I stand. There's only a few people that stand for what's right and what's wrong. Um, even in law and study people who study and practice law, it's not what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. It's what I can convince you to believe. And that's what the problem is. That's so the part of the problem. So let, so let me ask you this. So, so you don't, I kind of, and, and I agree with what you're saying, but do you feel like, because you say what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, and what I can get you to believe. The church is in that same realm. You know, I agree. in a sense, you know, because you have, like you said, you have leaders that aren't right. Mm -hmm. And you have leaders that are. You have bad apples mm -hmm. in every situation. So I kind of feel like in a certain the church's situation, there are bad apples that are bleeding over that are, that are tainting people's beliefs because of how they're. And I, like I said, I, there's also, for example, you watch TikTok, and there are certain there are certain pastors and and religious leaders that are that are on TikTok doing things that you know they say is wrong, but you know, like I said, it 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 pays the bills. 100%. 100%. So what I'm saying is without regard to actually who's saying it, it's not about it's not about who you represent even though it does come down to who you represent because people actually look you represent this community and you're wrong that I'm not going to believe in that. The truth is there is a right and a wrong. There is a true north and a true south. I dare you to get on I-95 and head north and try to reach Dallas, Texas. It ain't going to happen until you eventually take a left and go west. And then you're going to have to take another left and go south in order to reach Dallas, Texas. The bottom line is there is a true right and a true wrong. The, the question is, when are we as a people going to stop and actually state and actually stand on the fact that there is a true right and a true wrong? I'm pause for just a second. I'm going to go back as far as activism is concerned. I'm, I, I'm going to take a, a, a brief second to say this. 
Shout out to Brother Harry Belafonte, who is and who was my brother in Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. I had to say that too. Anyway, but um, the the activism, the activism that was that that was involved in yeah yeah I had to do it. The activism that was involved in putting on and all of these brothers, whether they represented a fraternity or represent represented the church, Muslim, Christian, whatever. For instance, the Million Man March came came along not because of a Christian brother or not because of a Muslim brother, but because of, of a brother, a person who decided that there is a true North and a true South. And we have to reach a point to where we understand as black men that we have the power and the responsibility to point out the true North in, in, in order to get there. And, and I like, I like, the, I like the true North and your true South situation, but that's only true. if perspective is not, if it's not a part of the scenario. So when there's a perspective, in the, yeah, when there's yeah. a pers perspective as part of the scenario, like for example, there's no perspective of north and south or east and west because we know for a fact, no matter which way you go, if you go east, you go east. No matter what Will's perspective is, you know what I'm saying? It's still that's a true, like you said. But when you talk about humans, it's about perspective. You know what I'm saying? I can read the Bible, you can read the Bible, Will can read the Bible, and our perspective can be totally different. From There's a million the, different yeah. denominations. Once we get yeah. to the end, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We all love God. And what I realized about traveling the world is, yeah, so we all worship God. Regardless of who, what religion you we you practice and whatever, you we all come back to the to the to the same God. You know, and with that being said, like I said, if you take perspective out of the scenario, then there's a lot of more. There's a lot more questions. So you lose a lot of people, and all these people that are talking about they woke. Oh, I'm woke. No, you're not woke. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we woke. We're, I'm woke and blah blah blah. Whatever. It don't mean nothing. What you need to find, like I said, what you need to do is you need to find God. You know what I'm saying? Find like I said because that, that for me that's that's a, that's what can get me in the right direction when I have my relationship with God. Like you said, Clexon, the relationship with God is where. Is what you gonna what's gonna get you true north, get you true south. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then you got a lot of people, like I said, in the industry that bring perspective into the into the play that ruffles feathers, is I guess is what I'm saying. Brother Ry, you you were the one years ago that told me, you know, um when you kind of changed your ways and said, you know what, God has 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 put me on a path to understanding wh who he is and what I need to, to, to know and where I need to go. Brother, when you started traveling the world, uh, even after you got out of the military and you started um, working in these other environments and said, wait a minute, there are some times in some cases where people may look at people who um, worship differently and not understand that just because they call God a different name, they don't worship the same that they, they, they don't worship the same being. There are those who worship something else and somebody else. And for those people, it doesn't mean I love them any less, but I disagree with them because of what my, what my beliefs and what my, what, what things that I've taught and things that God has shown me for, uh, uh, shown me of. And then at the same time, there are some people who worship the same God. It's just that their um, idiosyncrasies and the things that they did to get to God were a little bit different. It was right. you. And you never, I've never said that to you until right now. It was you that said, listen, you can't just turn everybody off because God is who God is. And, yeah. and learning that some other nationalities may worship God differently. It's the same thing as in this country, we got Baptist, Methodist, uh, Episcopal, uh, mm -hmm. and, 
and the, the, the partridge in the pear tree. But if we don't right. get to the fact that there is one true and living God and that there is deity and he created us all, then we got a problem. And then at that point, when you start worshiping the cabbage head, then, hey, look, I got to tell you something different. But everybody doesn't do it that way. And right. you, I'm telling you, you, my brother, who was the one that actually pulled, it, pulled, pulled me up on that one. So, uh, no Will, no Will, let me, let me, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Will the last, uh, the last, uh, talking points on this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I want to allow him to be a part of the podcast. Well, my thing is, <laughs> my, my thing is, is, I guess. So the question was, is who's going to be that person to like bridge the gap right. and actually be the person to, you know, bridge this generation together so we can all come together, regardless of what your skin color is or what your religion is. Because I believe that I, I believe in God. I believe in God, but I believe in my worship towards God is just my good, my God, my good orderly direction towards the end goal for me to meet heaven. Regardless of what I don't, I'm not going to knock another man for how he goes about his religion. As long as he's got good intentions behind and he's trying to reach an end goal, that's his legacy, what he leaves behind and where he's trying to reach once he passes. It doesn't matter who I pr who they pray to. I pray to my God. They pray to their God. That as long as there's good intentions behind it, and you're trying to reach a good end goal, then who cares? It's the moment when you start praying towards something that starts leading you towards a dark path, and you're missing the point. That's when that's when you question who they're praying to or what they're believing in. And as far as the question that Raz Raz says is when you when you put yourself. When you put yourself on social media and you look on social media, like I said, there's thousands of per people that you look forward to. These kids nowadays don't hear religion and they don't hear God the same way somebody would when you had your mama and daddy on you in a different time being. I believe so. These kids are different. It's a different generation. So they got a lot of people to look forward to. They got a lot of people to look think, look at. They could have a bad day at school, come home and get on TikTok and now everything that we didn't taught them in school, every all the positive messages that we didn't talk is out the window. It, it, you, you got so many open doors and avenues for these kids to make their own decisions and their own choices that it really based upon what a heat. What I guess what I agree with what what you said in the original statement is it's it, the, the generation before you had good you had it was passed down knowledge it was passed down traditions passed down ways about going upon things regardless of what religion you was in you could pray to allah you could pray to god it doesn't matter to me what is your intentions behind your worship that's what i want to know what is your intentions behind your worship if your intentions are negative and not good and it's a negative vibe then i don't want to be involved in what you pray to you are who you surround yourself around i like for sure, for sure. so i'm gonna go ahead and end the uh the sermon right there it was uh fantastic <laughs> And and if y'all forgot out there, we was talking about Harry Belafonte. See, like yeah. his activism has taken That's what us I said. down yeah, the right. rabbit hole. The but, um, devil thought it had me. <laughs> we but, um, you know, saying once again, you know, and that he was a sigma. Anyway, open door. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. that he was a sigma. Yeah. So, so once again, um, you know, uh, uh, R.I.P. Uh, blessed in peace. Blessed in peace to uh, Harry Belafonte. And now we're about to go to the most uh, ratchety thing ever. Oh, it's Glorada. Uh, Glorilla, man. Glorada. I cannot stand her. Glow, right, whatever. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I cannot so, stand her. So, so, so this is my old thing. So, uh, you know, I was, I was hoping that uh, Leah would have been on here. You know what I'm saying? Because this could have been a day. Uh, but 
Glorilla uh, had a uh, declared a FNF. I mean, y'all know what that is. But free. Free. <laughs> holiday when uh, her song came out last year on April 29th. So uh, she implored all the people that enjoyed her song to do what they did in the video. It was a fuck nigga free uh, day, and they was supposed to stop it, uh, stop lights, and uh, you know what I'm saying. I guess you know pop it, do a little thing with it. You know what I'm saying. So, um, how do you feel the, especially like with Glorilla, and of course you have others before that, Nicki Minaj, and and. Uh, I mean, Little Kim kind of started the whole role with it, but she was a singular thing. Like, how do you feel that the, the, uh, I guess this would be kind of in a, in the feminist type push in hip hop, not necessarily hip hop, but just being a do whatever, be that, the ratchet, the twerk. Like, how do you feel about that whole run of things is affecting the, the ratchet, the twerk? Is affecting young, affecting young ladies. Uh, in the future, like, how do you feel like that's affecting young ladies in the way that they're uh, perceived as of where the, as they're growing up and the things that that they feel are, are different? Roz, what do, what do you feel? I, like? well, I know as, you like Meg the Stallion, so I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I know you like watching. This is me, like okay. as a as a girl dad, mm -hmm. uh, dad to girls. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, you got to teach your teach your girls respect. To respect themselves, you know what I'm saying, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't tell my daughter not to go out and listen to Glorilla. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't tell her to go not to go listen to Meg Stay. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't feel that's going to make or break her as a person. Like for example, my daughter, my youngest daughter's 21, my oldest daughter's 27, and they both probably listen to Glorilla, but they're both both well-rounded women who are not in the streets. They're not ratchet. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it, it don't mean they don't celebrate fuck nigga free day or whatever it is, blah blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, hey, I don't think my daughter gonna go to work and be like, I'm call in, be like, I'm off today because it's FN, FNF day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's like, I, I ain't come to work because it's FNF day, hey. fuck nigga free. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? But, but I will say, you have to, as parents, we have to teach our children mm. you know and we when i say teach our children you know like i taught my daughter the game i tell her like hey this is this what guys do this how guys are you know what i'm saying and like i said i know will you got a daughter lofty you got a daughter um you know and even you collecting that have sons or whatever you have to we have to be the guardians of the galaxy per se and meaning that you know, if you teach them the game or if you teach them, you know, right from wrong, you have to, we have to trust that they're going to know better than to go out and stop at a stoplight and, you know, celebrate FNL Day or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I personally think it's hey. the most. But, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's But you know what? I can't say oh, shit. It's collection out of everybody know this. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't man. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Hey, man. Don't hey, you remember, hey, all remember Magic Mike and all that shit dropped? I hate you. We used to be at the guy. We did a stoplight. The shit turned red. 
Gerard, we got the Kardashian in the street. We, we how about? Hey, listen, we were how about the bug, and I had the dog on fifteen inch woofers in the back of the. We how about at the stoplight and get it in for a good three and a half minutes. Did you? Did you? Uh, did y'all ever ghost ride the whip? No, so the real time though like you know like we have to uh, I, this is me as a parent you have to trust your kids to a certain extent after you teach them the game if you talk if you teach them teach them to trust you know what I'm saying like I guess I guess teach them and then trust that they they're gonna they're gonna do the right thing you know what I'm saying if you now, if you get to the point where your daughter's twerking in church or something like that, then you might want to pull her to the side and tell her you're gonna whoop her <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> That's a little much. Yeah. Um, so uh, talk to me. Uh, talk to me, Will. Knowing uh, with some of the music and stuff that's out, you know, and and, and same on 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 the gentleman side. You know, we have got you know gangster rap and things of that nature, but of course we talk about Gorilla and kind of that run of uh, what's been taking place. So like. What uh what is your perspective on on that and the effects? So my my thing on on that whole where she said that what is it the F the the what now the F, F and F it's uh what it was her first song that like went went hard and it was fuck nigga free that's the name of the song and so and they you wonder in, why in the video, and, and you they, wonder why we got so many girls living on Section Eight housing right now because they fuck nigga free because <laughs> they, they live in because they live in that right there. Think about what she said, though. Think about the magnitude of what she says when she says that. Now, Raz, I agree with a portion of what you're saying. I guess my perspective on that is, I guess, where I can kind of, what I guess my answer, my question to you is, is, so Glorilla is a, a rapper who came out, and your daughters are grown. What was to, if you have a younger daughter who's in her room, you know, you trust her to do what she do, but they go find their source and they're going to find their avenue to look for what they look for and find what they find. And, and uh, there's only so much trust I can give her before I say, Oh hell no. I don't like you listening to her. I don't right. want you listening to her. And I'd be damned if I catch you listening to her. That's just on my opinion, right, because right. I believe I believe I, my, my thing is, is music has been a, 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 a instrument and where I've gone in my life. I mean, music is so important to your mood and what you do and how you go about things. Let me tell you something. Jeezy didn't mess it up for a lot of people. Jeezy, <laughs> messed, around, Jeezy messed around and had everybody thinking they was dope boys. Snowman. You understand what I'm saying? So why she can't have that same influence on why she can't have that same influence on young teenagers? I don't want my daughter stepping out the house with her shorts even... Glorilla is... Her voice is deeper than mine and she thinks she a dude. I don't... I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I get what you're saying as as far as you know, you yeah, my thing you. is is my thing is is when I see my daughter walk out the house and I see her with her shorts and they not they not to a certain length, I'm gonna say something to her right then and there. Now I'm teaching her whether she know it or not. Mm -hmm. yes, whether she know it or not. Yeah, and that's you know, what I do. she yep, might yep. not know it at the time, but when she get older, she gonna be like, "Oh, that's why Daddy was telling me don't step outside with my shorts like that." Because look yeah. how this man looking at me. Look how he looking at me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that I guess that's where I can't help it. Even I could trust her all I want to. I'm still gonna tell her pull your shorts down. I'm still oh, yeah, gonna you tell her. To. That's what you I'm know saying, what I mean? To. 
Yeah, my, my point to my point to that is is when I hear her say F F F I don't even want to cuss because I'm trying my best. I've been trying good not to cuss. So the F N F free thing. You know what I mean? I'm so sick of hearing women talk about how they're free from a man, but then turn around and you know, you 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 need a man for this, or your man ain't there to take care of your child. Your man ain't there to be there for your kids. Your man don't want to come home. He can't even live with you because in order for you to get stay at this apartment for free, you got to be on Section 8. Come on, man. That's the problem with these women nowadays. It's women like that that's going around saying, I'm FNF free. Well, you need a man at the house to raise these kids. What you talking about? Well, to be real with you, you can get you. You can, for Section Eight, you can pay a chick light bill and rent for a whole year for like three dollars forty five cents. That's my point. That's my point right there. So now she, instead of her shooting for bigger things like somebody who's going into cybersecurity, somebody who's doing something positive with their life, now she's stuck in this Section Eight world, looking at this dude sell dope down the street, and he's shooting a ten dollars for her power bill, and he's shooting a ten dollars for this, and he's shooting. To, all I got to do is stay there and trap out your crib. That's the problem with these women nowadays. I'm FNF free. That's bullcrap. So you're going to go out there and teach your daughter to go out there and just hustle the thing that God gave her. That's the most precious thing on this world, which so is let, her. So let me ask you this, because you're from Miami, collecting from Pensacola, and I'm pretty sure Hayes had heard it. Y'all remember back in the day, Uncle Luke. So remember back Uncle Luke back in the day? So, that, exactly. <laughs> so you're proving my point even more. So you're proving my listen, point even more. Listen, listen, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. We as young men, this is why God gave us girls, unlike you, Clayson. God gave us girls Crazy. because back in the day when Uncle Luke came and popped that puzzle on the line, we was hey, we were the first one in there <laughs> on the dance floor, you know what I'm saying? Riding out. Now we got girls right. and we gotta deal with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So look, man, I'm 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 gonna say that I'm really gonna hop off this one real easy. First of all, I don't like anything that Glorilla does. Let me say that out Thank there. You. And you know, hey, anyway. I agree with you, brother. And, and this is and this is not the 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 viewpoint of the Mint Catch Up podcast. This is Rev C Clexton J Middleton in, in my own. So you wanna come you at me? Like I got thirty two cents, you can get three of them. Anyway, why you don't like Glorilla? Tell me. Because she's a Glorilla. Anyway, so Why after that... Glorilla ain't did nothing to you? She, she hadn't done nothing for me either. Maybe you're Listen, as, a, as, a, as a man, as a man... Maybe that song uh, about you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Listen, I'm sitting out here really um, because it's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. My brothers are actually here and they hear the, the, the podcast going on. Both of my brothers got girls. I got nieces, um, I, God blessed me with three boys, but I told my boys and I, I've taught my boys and my nieces and people that are around me is that what, what you what you don't ever want to do is to reduce your worth by making statements or standing on things that don't represent your royalty. Um, the Bible tells me that I'm a royal priesthood set apart generation, a holy nation. Um, you know, and I know that it takes a while for children to come into their own uh, relationship with God where that's concerned, but to reduce who you are 
by making this anthem that says I'm FN. Wait a minute, that should be. Uh, and what's your definition of all of that? You don't even have to yeah. do any of that. If you have, if you have standards, listen. If you have standards, then you don't have to make an anthem because you exited from that. Then what you did was, what you did was in the beginning, you represented what your village has shown you to represent as a queen, a young woman, a woman of standard, and you don't even have to actually deal with that in the first place. So when you represent yourself correctly, now, every girl, every woman runs up against that whatever it is. However, quit trying to tell uh, for a woman to try to tell other women that you don't need a man for this, that, and the third, I beg to differ, first Whopper. of all. Thank you. What you need to do, now Cat Williams said, I'm listen, and I'm not one who prescribes to Cat Williams as a method of preaching my sermons, but Cat Williams says something about, you know, when you saying that blank, when you saying that dudes ain't nothing, and you saying ain't no dude nothing, he said you need to figure out what it is about you that keep track, keep a Attracting ain't blank dudes. That is so, the business. Let me say that this. Is the yeah. business. Let me say this. I will say this. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm play devil's advocate. So first of all, she 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 says she, she I'm gonna say it, she fucked nigga free, right? And you can't get mad because it's lady fuck nigga free. I ain't she mad. Is, I just, she I is mad. Nigga free. Once you start making millions, you fuck nigga free. If I start making millions, you know what I'm saying, and I'm single. I'm hot. So, I'm it hot ain't no, it's so it ain't no million. It's so it ain't no fuck nigga millionaires. I'm sorry, but I got to catch on that one. It ain't no millionaire who's fuck nigga. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is for her. She ain't got shoot. She don't have to deal with it no more. She, that's what she's saying. I ain't got to deal with fuck niggas no more. No, but what? I, what so my my thing. What he's saying is, is how does she know who a fuck nigga who's not? Who, what that? is her definition of that? How does she know who a fuck nigga who not? How does she know the nigga at the bus stop so, ain't a fuck nigga? So do you know? So you know you ain't a fuck nigga, right? I know that, but how does she I'm know? Saying, that? She might know it too. She might. This ain't he ain't no fuck nigga. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. That dude that's at the bus stop could be could be the that dude that's at the bus stop could be the best thing that ever happened to her. But in her mind, that's a fuck nigga because okay, he had the fuck stop. Real talk. No, real talk. I know we got to go. But real talk. Real talk. You don't know no dudes that's who ain't right, shit. It's a lot of dudes who ain't shit. Real talk. Like, yeah. if it, so let me ask you this. If a dude was dating your daughter, right? And he he didn't go to work, sat on the couch all day, playing PlayStation, whatever, didn't have no job. Didn't that makes him a fuck nigga. Exactly. And, your, and then your daughter get rid of him. Now she fuck nigga free. <laughs> that don't necessarily okay, mean so that. So can I can I shut this down? Can I can I, listen? Can I shut this down, bro? Let me let me say this. Let me shut this down just like this. This is the thing. We we stayed on this way too long. So yeah, you got you got thirty seconds, Rev. I don't even need thirty. All right, I don't even need thirty. So here's the thing. The, Boy, the whole situation, the whole situation is figuring out what your standards are and not representing or not attaching yourself to anything that is not according to your standards as a queen. The she end. The and then all that FNF, all that FNF, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to do an answer. Four, it's over. Three, same exact thing you said. Two, she said one, she fucked and, free. and look at that. I just had to take over the podcast because I'm tired <laughs> of talking about this topic. Y'all made this too ridiculous. It could have been four sentences and we could have been done. 
Two words. Good riddance. That's that that's that's how it, it works. Yes, to answer your question, and good riddance. That's what it is. Fantastic. Roz, talk to me. You know what I'm saying? So um no man, you know, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like um it's it she should be gone or whatever. Um she basically did the same thing you we doing. You know what I'm saying? Um Putting our business out there, putting their business out there. You know what I'm saying? Just they celebrities. <laughs> like, I, you know look, I can, I can well, say right now. Like, but it, but honestly, on the deck. I'm doing <laughs> some stuff that is not but on this podcast. But, bro, real talk, though, like, she doing the same thing we doing. You know what I'm saying? And in a sense of, you know what I'm saying, they, they just basically talking to people and putting their business out there. People like that. People enjoy that. I don't watch it, so I can, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't down what she doing. I don't you know what I'm saying? I don't wish her no ill will about a black because I, I'm first of all, I don't watch a show. And I feel like I'm a That's firm believer that, that I'm a firm believer that if you don't like something, don't watch it. Don't watch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't like it, don't watch it. If you don't like like the Kardashians, people are like, oh, the Kardashians, then fuck all that. If you don't like the if you don't like the Kardashians, don't watch them. You know what I'm saying? You got a choice. We got free will. We had a free will not to watch something, but why would I wish ill will upon another black woman? Like like Clinton just said, this is a this is a black queen. Why we wish ill will upon her show or whatever? You know, what I'm saying she's a black queen. You know, what I'm saying so if she's a queen. Then she a queen no matter what. You know, what I'm saying not just not just whenever. Know. Just because a just because a man slapped shot somebody. There you oh, go. Yeah, look, yeah. Look, look, you know what I'm saying. Look, look, you like you you gave a full pass to anything you said. Black queen full pass, and I'm like, ain't nobody got a full pass. So I mean, you can pass, but shit. But I'm just saying. Nah, I agree with Raz on that one, bro. I really do. Everybody has, everybody has their whatever. If you know what I'm saying, they can do what they got to do. And just like you talked about, hey, as long as you're moving in a positive way, and you're trying to affect everything in a positive manner. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. If your effect, if your effect, it starts to cause negative situations, then you go. Hmm, maybe you should step back, reassess, and see if we can turn that around. But what, man, what, negative, what negative situation did she, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, well, I, I, think, look, look, I think, I mean, I, look, I, I would, I would, look, that's her show. And the, those that participate in the show, um, you know, they signed on to participate in the show. I feel that there was things that probably could have been spun in a positive light that kind of, dominoed into other things. That's one thing that Nick Cannon was kind of talking about. It was like, hey, there was things that could have been handled the way not on the table 
especially with their particular situation, not on the table. That could have been handled differently, <laughs> but then coincide and kind of dominoed in other shit. So who, that's all I'm saying. Who like, cares? Though? That's their business. It's not like they went out and said, well, oh, Mariah Carey, Mariah I mean, Carey, look, at the president. It, no, shit, it, they talk about their own business. Did it, did it affect that's somebody shit. else? Brother, they man, they manufactured, they manufactured, they manufactured drama, and then got angry. They manufactured drama, and then got angry that everybody else weighed in on it. Good riddance. I wouldn't say she. I wouldn't say she manufactured drama. I wouldn't say she manufactured drama. What I would say is, is Will Smith got his butt on that show and put himself in that predicament. How he handles the situation and any negative situations that come before, after she, they, they get on. You already know what you're signing on when you get on there. So how can you manufacture something without you consenting to it? You got to consent to getting onto the show. Yeah. So that means say, there is no, there's nothing manufactured queens, there anymore. Black queens, well, black queens. And then we want to, you know what I'm saying? Because first of all, Moore Povich, drama. That's on Will Smith. That's on him getting drama. on the show and, and being less of a man and putting himself in that predicament. Maybe I, said, maybe I said it the wrong way. I said manufactured. What I'm saying is this is not news. This is not stuff that anybody else brought to the forefront except for them, they themselves. They put it on front street. Street and Correct. then got angry after they put it on Front Street and people started weighing in no, no, and then no, this dude ends up slapping she, the hell out of somebody. He, he got angry. She Man, didn't get angry. She didn't get angry. He got it angry. He got there. up there and slapped Chris Rock. She didn't get up there and slap him. She got mad because Chris Rock joked about her hair. She didn't get mad about what they was talking about the the red table talk. She all, it was a culminate. It was a culmination of everything that went on. You when you stack stuff on top of stuff, they have been messing with Will ever since this whole August Alcina thing. This whole well, well, I, I was the one that put my all of this. What is the whole purpose of this podcast? We building men. Yeah, that's what they, that's the <laughs> shit they brought though. If you if you say look, I slept with August Alcina, and I got a husband. <laughs> Then guess what? That's the shit you brought to the table. Who gives a shit? I don't yeah. care. You know what I'm saying? That's it, my point, though, brother. The point is this, though. The point for me is it's a black business. It's a black network. Why wish ill will upon them? That's you know what I'm saying because it's white people doing the shit all the time. So why wish ill will upon them? You know what I'm saying? But they, I'm not. I'm not saying wish ill will upon them. I'm saying recognize what you represent and understand what the fallout is from it. This and, podcast and right here is we recognize what we represent and we recognize whatever the fallout or the benefit comes from it. That's the reason we temper what we actually put out there. That's yeah, the reason. No. I, I'm not getting ready to tell you what happened in my bedroom yesterday, last yeah, night, at my no, house last I'm, night. It is, it is what it is. I'm about to shout you. That's just know it. <laughs> you call him a white ball head and shot you. It's old for you. <laughs> so shout out to Will. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, good good shit. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, I, my thing is with, with the whole the whole red table thing is is she can do whatever she wants to. How you get up there on that show and handle it is up to you as a man. Your body language, your mannerisms, everything you do is you get up there, a man, woman, that's your choice. You get up there. I don't think she should have been banned because, like I said, I don't think she, she had. Banned. Any... She wasn't banned. That Facebook watch is not making original content anymore. Uh, the yeah. show. So she's still looking to have that put somewhere. So but I believe. So, so the thing is, is that. And my question was, 
Was the Red Table Talk positive for the social landscape? No. Yes. Yes. You I feel believe like it so. Was positive for the social landscape because I don't think she had negative intentions behind it. Remember, in my beginning statement is, what is your intentions behind this? I don't think she got behind that red table and said, "How I'm going to mess up people's lives today." That's not what her intentions were behind that. I, I think like this. So, no, I, like, I, don't, I, don't, think I so. don't think that she. I don't think she did that. But I feel like it went off the rails when <laughs> that happened because it was one of those things. It was like, hey, just like you said. Oh, no negative intention intentions to take anybody else's life off the rails. But for some reason, it happened. It was like, hey, let's it's do what you're saying me. Is it happened. And all of so a sudden, so what are you saying is the response turned, afterwards? It turned into yeah. I feel like I feel like this is me personally. I feel like that was something, especially in the reaction, because I can agree that with was, that. That was the biggest yeah. part of the whole situation. Was yeah, the reaction. They, they sat at the table talk, right? It was her and Will sat at the table talk. They talked about it. He never teared. He was just like, yeah, that's what went down. We did blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. It was like, boom, right? He sat there like he was almost sitting there like he heard it for the first time and had to hold his composure. <laughs> to not lose his mind. And that was like, oh, this is horrible. And like, he's going through it. And it felt like from that point, it did not go well. And that was a the personal thing that they did. And it was because you put it out, because you, because you put it out on the table talk and your own show, it became I can agree with that a little bit. Yeah. Somebody so call me, please. Be mad when the dominoes start to fall. Because guess what? Hey, if that never happens, maybe he can brush off Chris Rock's blah blah blah. Maybe it's but now he's like. Emotionally high all the time because that, means what? You, that just means he ain't got tough skin. You, know, you gotta well, have tough skin. tough skin though. Yes, tough skin though. Yes, if you, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. Everybody in this world can go see you. The reason why I say that tough skin. Listen, oh, we say that's another level of skin. No, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. That's another level. Listen, if you decide to stay with her after you know she slept with him, then you, then it's what you chose to do. Then you the hey. dumbass. If you chose to stay with her, then that's on you. You got to channel. I'm gonna channel my inner regime for a quick second. My inner regime, Stony. Did not want to sleep with Nate and she ain't want to rob the bank and set it off. However, and then Blair Underwood wasn't going to be, you know, he didn't really want for Stoney to be in Mexico when he called her after that. But that's what happened when it went off the rails and went off the rails. Um, she has the responsibility, though, as a producer and as the host of a show to bring it back. When it got off the rails, then instead of reining it back in, she didn't. That's why I say good riddance. She, she, because she, she thing is, is dug like, the knife in, son. Like, it was like... <laughs> she started turning it. Was it like, oh, he just... They, he was watching a dude die on the internet, son. Like, that was horrible. Stoney didn't want to keep robbing that bank when so, she when she fell so, in love with the bank president, did she? She did. So, so I, I, I can agree with both sides on this one. This one is kind of more like 50-50 to me. Like, I agree with what you're saying. The reaction, it was almost like she was twisting it in, in his back. But I still feel if you, put your, if you put yourself in that position, then you got to be prepared for somebody to do this to you. You got to be prepared. We don't know what this man knew. 
know what I'm saying? We don't know what this man knew. You know what I'm saying? That, we don't, that makes it. We don't know what this. So I'm like 50 50 on that one. I gotta, I gotta find out more. So <laughs> why put it, why put it out in a show if we didn't? What it makes it worse. That's my point. That, that you can, you continue to make my point. I'm gonna tell you why. And this is we're gonna go move to the next. I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. first of all, people like us is nosy as shit. It ain't our fucking business. I don't, I don't, Who cares? It ain't our business. Judge this man. No, listen. No, let me let me finish. It ain't our business to judge this man. It ain't our business to judge her. Who gives a shit? If he, if she messes with Argentina, who is now gay, that's on her. You know what I'm saying? If he's told to stay, that's on him. We got free will to move. This dude got money. I'm pretty sure Will Smith can have whoever he want to have because he got that paper. So why stay with her if he wasn't really to have thick skin or whatever? Because you see what I'm saying? Fuck love, nigga. If you if you mess with, I just not care. Love, What is this, Morin bitch? I'm, he love her. Me as a you are not the father. I don't know about my co-host. Hey, you fuck around on me. I don't give a shit who you are. This relationship is over. I'm saying, I love you. I love you from afar. Man, Lord, wise between me and me. And your wife messed somebody named August. Not April. August. It's old for you. All right, on that note, uh, Rosie don't like love. He said, You know what I'm saying? Like, you love. So, we gonna keep it moving. We're gonna keep it moving. So, we're gonna uh, keep it riding. That was that was that was that was, that was, that was a lot right there. Woo, all Everybody out there's uh, heard of the Fujis and whatnot, so we got a Fuji Tiv out here named uh, Pros, and uh, the Fuji rapper Pros found guilty of political conspiracy. I don't know if everybody understood what was going on with Pros uh, of the Fujis, right? So, hey, we is live. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Tell my will. Oh, he okay. <laughs> I got you. Oh, so yeah, yeah. He was he, he was, was live, uh, man. <laughs> he was uh, he was accused. Pros was accused of multi-million dollar political conspiracy, spanning two presidencies, and was convicted on Wednesday uh, after a trial that concluded testimony ranging from actor Leonardo DiCaprio to former U.S. Attorney Jeff Sessions. So it was a situation where uh, there was kind of a lot that was popping off when this deal. So. What he actually, what some of the stuff that was going down is that he funneled money from now uh, a now uh, Malaysian uh, financer to draw donors to Barack Obama's uh, freaking campaign in 2012. And then uh, also he was trying to manipulate a Justice Department, Justice Department investigation and influence a extradition case on behalf of China under the Trump administration. So my man had no political like care of affiliation on that joint. So uh with this whole deal going on, man, do you uh Proz is on another level of uh black crime. 
<laughs> like I have not yeah, that's, seen that's a, that's anything. Like, I was level. like, that's another level of flag crime in this situation. Like, do you feel that he wasted uh, uh, wasted his crime? Like, do you feel like it should have been a better crime than what he just did? Talk to me, Ross. Do you think he should have had a better crime than this? Like, if, if the bros won't give him that when he step in the cell. With this crime, like talk to me, bro. Yeah, I honestly, like I said, he, yeah, he wasted his crime. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, he, he could have, he could have had tax evasion, any damn thing. Anything, bro. Anything. Yeah, he, he wasted his crime on it. Like, like he needed to do over. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this ain't even no crime. Like, it's so is he? So let me ask you this: Is he? Uh, he he's not American, is he? Uh, he is. Yeah. So he is, he's a, no. he's a, he's a, yeah, yeah. He's one that was uh, had yes, grown up. I think he grown up in the uh, in the island. I think he's a U.S. citizen, though, right? Yeah, I think he's a U.S. citizen. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I honestly feel that was other other um, crimes that really could have been committed. Could have better crimes. <laughs> better crimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like though, it's one of the situations. For example, with Trump. It's 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 one of those situations to where, you know, we watch this, we watch Pros be handcuffed, taken into custody, and blah blah blah, right? And then you got people like Trump that was, you know, walked in, you know, giving coffee and blah blah blah, and you know, I don't think he needs to be handcuffed because he's a former president, blah blah blah, whatever. I just feel like that's the same level of crime. You know what you I'm saying? That, you need that perp walk, just like yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. I, I think it's the same level of crime. Um, I I don't know how deep the charges go. I don't know what the, what sentence, like what what you know, time the sentence if they hold any significant time or anything on like that. But um, I kind of feel like he need to do over. Like he can't go to jail. <laughs> he can't go to jail. There, there, there should have been at least like one murder in there. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool, you know cool, what I'm saying? Cool. At least, at least a bad check or something. Yeah, they, he had to get rid of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, oh, hey, um, Damon said twenty years. Oof, yeah, yeah, you get that. I mean, that's it's not a it's not a simple thing, man. So, uh, Damn, was he gonna want a lot of money? Was it yeah, a lot of money? I mean, now wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't know that's what I'm about to say. Depending on the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah hundred yeah. million. So I, this is this. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and uh, this is this is not the views of everybody on this podcast, mm-hmm. but it, it's you know, yeah. If not you me. get a hundred million for anything, right? And I was no, no, let me not look, say. Look, all right, look. I'm like, I work, I work, like, I work, for, right. I work for the government. Never mind. Yeah, like, Never mind. Stop, <laughs> stop right now. Just stop. I'm just saying, have your passport ready. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how much money was involved depends on whether he needs a different crime or not. I don't care what I get locked up for. If it's for a hundred million dollars, I tried. What you what what, yeah. what you in here for the corner stove? What a half a pound? A half yeah. a pound? Pound? Pound bad. or two? Bro, yeah. I'm dealing with a hundred million, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got 99 <laughs> problems, and this ain't you, one. Yeah, like yeah, that's, look. That's changed factors a little bit, you know, when you get on my level. Money, yeah. money on that level. So, Reverend C, uh, will this person be able to repent of their sins and make it happen? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, 
The devil thought it had me. I'm 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 sure that he'll be able to repent, you know, because uh this this sin was not unto death. But uh I mean the ties. Hey, what's the ties on the hundred mil? Ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. Like ten million. Ten percent. That's it. Ten percent. Keep the party going. But uh, <laughs> true, true, true statement. You know, I didn't even really know. Like, I kept when they kept saying he got convicted, I was like, "What is this? What is this? What is this?" I don't understand why he did what he did. But that's pretty much where I am, man. I'm like, wow. Uh, I'm 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 really on a wow. So you know, I, I, I was I was surprised that he was such a political guy. You know, yeah, that was money is the root. A hundred million dollars. No, no, not money. It's the love of money is the root. Don't don't send me there. It's for the love of money is the root. For the love of money. Gotta and that's what it is. Money, you know. That's it, bro. All right. Well, that sounds good, man. Uh, he's also yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, he's also back, up, back, back, a, back up. Yeah, I heard that, D. I heard that. I heard that. They did say he was an FBI informant. Well, he kept saying that he wasn't. He been, he been arguing that whole point the entire time. Look here, fellas. $100 million. He's doing a, but look, he's doing a white collar crime. That's a white collar crime. Like he's just a white crime. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Why can't it just be a white crime? A white people crime. You know, said a white crime. It's just a white crime. Period. Yeah, it's a white crime. Period. Like, I, I, I heard that it was why? his admission. I heard it was his hey. admission. He just said that he admitted it in court. Oh, and so okay. I'm not saying black. I'm not saying black people can't commit these crimes. Yes, you are. We're just not very good at it. I'm just. Saying. Not, uh, <laughs> they, I, or we're not never put in position to commit yeah, it. Yeah, like we we well, can't be on time. Look, I mean, if you, if you some of this stuff involves planning. Being a member of the. <laughs> The freaking political crimes for hundred million. Yeah, that's, you, like, that's, yeah, that's you a large leap right there. You that's the least popular <laughs> member. Of, you the least popular member of the Fugees. You should have thought about that. Yeah, my question is, my my question is this, brothers. Let me ask you this: If he is an FBI informant, then what did he get um, as a as a result of him getting convicted and and this whole this whole twenty year sentence? I guess that's what they're imposing uh, on him. What, what exactly did he benefit? He, uh, so he probably, so this is probably all. So So honestly, I think this is not, I think if he was, if he he was an informant, then basically what this is, is yeah, this is a cover up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is a cover up. He going, he said, oh, he got arrested and blah, blah, blah. This is a cover up. He, 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 somebody going down. He might be, he might be involved in the Trump trial, but he going down. It ain't going to be him. That would be wild. Now that yeah. would be crazy if yeah. they had the pop-up yeah. chair out the yeah. floor and it was bras like yeah. it was ready it. or not. Like, <laughs> you can't <laughs> find <it. laughs> you like, whoa. Gotta find you. <laughs> <laughs> That would be extra crazy. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I'm, so, man, that, so that's the reason. That, that's the reason I'm acting like D has D, when when we had the episode with D on, he was like, "Hey man, it's a whole bunch of this. That's a lot of smoke and mirrors." The reason I asked that question is, is this smoke and mirrors for something? That's yeah, all. It is. It is. It yeah, is. it sounds like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds yeah. like smoke and mirrors. And well, people, people who don't know no better, they're not gonna recognize it. But don't you know no good? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we know. know no good. Same song. Same song. Same song. You know what I'm saying? Um, boy, we gonna keep it pushing. Uh, you know, shout out to Prize Man, that hundred mil. 
that's that's a lot of, that's a lot of dough, man. You was out there getting it. You know what I'm saying? Political game got that dough. That's what they always talk about. They got that money. He jumped into the right little uh, area right there. But we're going to keep it pushing. And uh, once again, blessed in peace. And he was mentioned earlier on the podcast. Rest in peace, bless in peace. To the king of nonsense on TV. Jerry, 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 and also, if you were on the Jerry Springer show, give me the topic you would have been on the show for. <laughs> Ross, talk to me, man. What was man? Hey, first of all, somebody got feedback. You got a favorite show? A favorite somebody got feedback. And then give yes. me the uh, give me give me the give me the amazing amazingness that would be the episode that you would be or that you so, would want to be on. I think one of my favorite episodes, a dude, man, he was sleeping with his girl mama, right? <laughs> the dude was sleeping That's with the all girl. the episodes. Yeah, the dude, the dude was sleeping with the girl's mama, and the mama was like, I'm in love with him. He can move into my trailer. I thought that was a funny <laughs> shit. He was like 18, and she was like 90. And he's like, he's like, he's talking about, she give me cigarettes. That's some shit. It was funny shit. Oh, that's it right there, man. That sounds exactly like Jerry Springer. Yeah, bro. Exactly. So for me, man, being on Jerry Springer, bro, oh, Lord. I mean, I'd have had some Jerry Springer situation. <laughs> like, what, what would be? Yeah. Nah, I mean, like, it ain't have to be a situation you would be in. But what would be a fun Jerry Springer episode that you was on? Like, if you was just an actor? Because after a while, I yeah. feel like they just started, like, but it was all, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would be that show that you'd be like, okay, that's dope. Um, I would say if I was sleeping, I ain't gonna say I was sleeping with somebody was sleeping with with their wife's boss, like their wife's female boss, right? And the wife got fired because (laughs) she's some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So the wife, if you were sleeping with your wife's boss, and the wife fired you. I mean, the wife's boss fired your wife. Now you ain't got no money in the house. And you <laughs> some bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a web. That's a that's a web. That's a lot of that's a lot of stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You need a lot going on for that one. Yeah, that's right, Jerry so Springer. That's, so talk that's to Jerry Springer me, all day long. Talk to me, Will, man. What what was a favorite episode that you may have heard or uh, or watched on accident? Or you was off work and all of a sudden it came on. You was like, yo, this Jerry kind of crazy. Talk to me. Yeah, I can't remember a favorite episode because they pretty much all got to the point where it was like you kind of could start to predict what the hell was about to happen. You know what I mean? But uh, I guess if I was to say if it <laughs> that's a hell of a question. <laughs> You yeah. like you was about to say something, and then he was like, "That's a hell of a question, uh, there, brother." Uh, I guess I would say, "My wife, so you better chill out." <laughs> 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 like, uh, I guess what I can say is, is I don't know, man. I don't see that's some crazy stuff. I won't even because now, now, now it makes me feel guilty if I would even think some shit like that. So you know, you can't even I say what you. I would get yeah. into. I, I would, I would be like more. It would be on some Mari Povich type shit. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like. Are not- 
You are not the father. Yeah. 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 Start going crazy. (laughs) That's what I would be. That would be me. Because I know. Listen, if I could go back, if I could think about it, before I met my, because I've been with my woman for what? So my son is sixteen. So I've been with her for what? We've been together for sixteen years. Seventeen. Excuse me. Seventeen years. And um, before those seventeen years, I was a wild loose cannon. And I used to holler at a lot, a lot, a lot of women. A lot of women. So very much you are not the father would be. I was, yeah, you are not the father. Hey, side story, side story. We was riding down Silver Star one day. And uh, my, my wife. I'm going to give you the most favor. Remember, we on the internet. Yeah, listen, yeah. listen. Side story, side story. It's a joke. It's a good one. We were riding and the wife saw, she saw a, a lady and she was uh, walking with her, with her child. And the, you, I don't know if you know this, but I got some side knockers on the side of my head. These things be flapping. You feel me? <laughs> so she saw a baby with the same ears. She said, hold up, boy. <laughs> she said, hold up. It ain't too many people walking down the block with the mirrors like <laughs> uh, <laughs> said I am not the father, I promise you. Uh, <laughs> your kids right now. Hey, you, hey, you out there when they just like you know I got five of them. I got five yeah. kids. You about to tell. Hey Clex. Yeah. Yeah. I got hey, I got hey. Tell me if you remember this Jerry Springer moment. For me. <laughs> you get ready to say the same thing I'm getting ready to say. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. You might hey. When both of your girlfriends showed up at the student union at the same time. Hey, hey. Oh, so so you're saying so you're saying this didn't start in Germany, huh? Oh, no, no. I mean, I dated this girl girl when I was in college with one leg. And then (laughs) (laughs) Oh I dated this girl with one leg. Listen. This shit funny as shit. So I had one leg, right? So I dated this girl with one leg. Then I clowned about it after I found out, and she got mad. So about 15 years later, like six years ago, I was dating her sister, and she's like, oh, my sister got one leg. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> then she stopped dating me, because I was like, this stuff. <laughs> You hurt my sister when y'all were out of shit. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey, that's Jerry Springer right there. That's it. Yeah, see, that yeah. Why it. you? That's I, yeah, there you go. That is it. Hey, like, listen, that is oh Jerry Springer. He had, he had a couple of, he had a couple of Jerry Springer episodes. We were at the student union one day, and both Rajin girlfriends showed up at the same time. <laughs> And me and D were trying to get this dude out of there. It was really, really horrible. It was... Wow. Man. Hey, hey, wasn't they in the same church choir or something? Oh. They, they were, it was, it was, wow. it was, it was horrible. Yeah, oh, I didn't know they church the choir. I didn't know they was in the same church choir. They was, though. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, that, that, we learned a lot. We learned a lot. Hey. Never. <laughs> I learned never just the woman with one leg. Yeah, yeah. See, we all had a we all had a Jerry Springer episode at least one point in our life. Got a leg up on me. You got a leg up on me. My bad, my bad. Show was. It was was definitely terrible. Yeah, all right. That's wild. That's wild. All right, man. Well, hey, you. That was awesome. I I can't. I can't. I can't even. I mean. 
segment. <laughs> you can't top that one. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Jerry. That was for you, Jerry. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. to Jerry Springer, man. You should have had Razim on the show <laughs> before you rolled out, man. <laughs> Well, uh, hey, man, hopefully everybody enjoyed the news of the week, man. We got some good laughs and everything that went on. But now it's time for the top almost four of this week. And, you know, so I just went ahead and decided, you know, hey, we had a little Fuji life, had a little Fuji-ness in the uh, run of the news. So I went with the top almost four best Fuji solo songs. Hmm. Hmm. Make you think a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be a list that has to deal with, you know what I'm saying, my personalness. But we got honorable mentions out there. We got Wycliffe John staying alive. You know, his joint was getting it popping. He used a sample from staying alive and did his little nail prize was on there. And uh, I forgot who was the other person that was on that song. You had Lauren Hill, X Factor. Off of his, uh, off of her, uh, misinformation or miseducation to Lauren Hill, fantastic song. Wycliffe's 911 that had uh, Mary J. Blige in there, and then you had Lauren Hill's Doo Wop, which was, I think, the first single that she had that came off of that joint. So the Doo Wop was pretty popular. So this is my top four, uh, Fuji solo songs that I enjoy. This is my personal opinion. Number four, you can't go wrong because it had one of my crushes. That was actually uh, on this song as well. And that was Pra's Ghetto Superstar. And Maya was. I Woo! thought you were saying, I thought you were saying uh, Pra was your Pra's was No, your no. I said, I will call Jerry right now. Resurrect him and find your one-legged dick and be right no there. One yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ghetto Superstar had Maya and Old Dirty Bastards on it featured. They were on the song as well. So, you know what I mean? Then you had Wycliffe John at number three with Gone to November. I'll be gone to November. That was the joint. Yeah, okay. And the next okay. two are Lauren Hill joints. So, uh, everything is everything. Everything is everything. That was the joint. And okay. then my favorite, because it kind of a uh, very good song, but also reminds those that have kids, uh, Zion. Zion was uh, a really good song. Like Zion, it kind of, uh, you know, it kind of touched you because it's talking about, you know, her having a kid, but then also it's kind of, it has a duality of like a new place, a new life, a new deal. Mm-hmm. So it kind of hits both sides of it. So at number four, I had, uh, pause with the uh, ghetto superstar at number three. Why Clef gone till November? Number two, everything is everything. Lauren Hill and number one for me is Zion. Lauren. Okay, yeah. So, okay. what do y'all think of my top four? And this is the top yeah. almost four best Fuji solo songs. So, I, I kind of feel like you missed one. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Um, that 911. Okay. Someone please call nine one one. That's days. So days. Yeah. I, 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 look, it was in my honorable mentions, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, was it, it in your honorable mentions? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's him yeah. and Mary J. Blige. That was that okay. was my that was in my honorable mentions. It just wasn't. I like I like going till November more than nine one one. 
just me personally. So. And he, what's that song he had with that that girl Sarah or something? Um, man, the girl that was on um making a band had a song with Wyclef. I can't remember the name of the song though. Uh, I don't, was he was he just a feature or was that? I think it was his song and she was featured on it. Oh, I'm not. I'm but not anyway. sure on that one because a lot of it, a lot of the ones that I checked that I enjoyed of his music were literally like the first two. It was like the Carnival and uh, the Eclectic. Well, like the first two albums that he had was really the ones that I enjoyed some of the music. I would, up, but he wrote a ton of joints that everybody liked. And I would I would have liked it. and every, all type of other. Yeah, that one with Carlos Santana was nice. Yeah, too. Carlos Santana, like. But I, I would have liked to have seen that um, the one with um, Lauren Hill and uh, D'Angelo. Nothing, nothing even matters. On nothing there. even oh, matters. That's the yeah. yeah, nothing even matters. I like, good. Seeing, like, like, like I, I went back and I started listening to the Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and yeah. I was listening to it, and I was like. This and album is, is insane. Like that it's album is insane, and it's one of those where you just go, like, I understand why people put Lauren Hill as a most anticipated if she ever comes out with anything. Because yeah. listening to that album, like going back, I haven't listened to it in a while, but you listen to that album, you're like, there is not a bad song, and she sings amazing. Yeah, and all of her stuff is like thought provoking, like it's it's yeah. like thought-provoking inspiring yeah. it's like ballads it tells a story it's like inspirational like nothing is bad about the music that she puts out it's not like yeah. oh this dude shit on me and I fuck him and that it's like all about like What's going on here? Come out with a remix. I'm F N F I T E. Fuck niggas. Put your shoulders in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Be like, whoa. Damn, Lauren Hill tripping. So, uh, so Red, man, what do you think of my list? I like your list, man. I, 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 I like your list. I'm I'm gonna say like even your your honorable mentions were great. I think that like like you said that um that uh, nothing even matters. I think I would have slid it into the top four. Um, Zion is the business. I probably would have play, replaced. I would have slid everything back, pushed two, three, and four up to one, two, and three, and then put uh, number four as actually nothing even matters. And Zion would have been in my honorable mentions. That's how I would have done it. I agree with that. Yeah, cause nothing yeah. even bad. I can't really disagree with that list, bro. I like that list. Um, I can't even think of. There's another one, and I'm trying to think of. That, are we missing one? Is there one that we're missing that we? I know. The Buffalo Soldier, Dreadlock Rasta. But the thing is, you don't want to start mixing Fuji stuff in with personal stuff that's the whole yeah, thing because you, you. You. like that's what i was trying to get solos where yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's hard to argue that's with that one yeah, yeah. why you didn't why prize in it why you put prize song on there i did put a prize song in there what song was prize ghetto yeah. superstar oh i thought that was white club okay my bad i thought yeah. no i did i thought it was white club <laughs> no but that's how i had it number four was ghetto superstar that was his one hit that he had after coming off Gone to November, people still reference it. That's why it's like, also, I put it in there because people still reference that song as of gone, gone to November. That is in a thing. You know what I'm saying? People talk. But has anybody ever came back in November? 
I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, your favorite rapper, Lil Wayne, talked about it. He came back in November. He talked about he gonna be gone to November. Gone to November. Like that's what I was like. Hey, they like they. That's a hell of a month to come back though. I just kind of feel I like mean, he, before Christmas. I'll be back. I'll be back in. Family, yeah, I'll be back in April. <laughs> you just don't want to buy Christmas. That's what that is. He was like, hey, "You ain't getting none of these." Bro. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back by February. February uh, time for yeah. spring break. Right after Valentine's Day. <laughs> right, fuck right love. After Valentine's Day, I'll be back. He said, he said, right after Valentine's Day. Fuck yeah, love. February, February, February. He's like, I'll be back for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, That's you know what I'm saying. Black Irish. <laughs> I'll be I'll be back before the groundhog see his shadow. Yeah, that's that shit. Uh, yeah, that's before shit, that bro. last Easter okay. snap, that winter snap. Yep, yep. Yeah, that uh, that cool Santa dope. Also, oh yeah, who, uh, hey, who was that? I remember that. I like that name. I like that name. I really do. Yep, yep, that's a good song as well. Hey man, they did. Uh, she did some good stuff, man. Uh, good stuff out there. Did she do something Nas? Uh, I think see, but all the stuff it wasn't featured. Like I was trying to get featured. Oh, okay. Featured. The thing she did with Nas was lately though. That that that's been in the last few yeah. years. The thing she did with Nas. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was all those are all the things I tried to pull were the features, and most of the feature stuff was happening from '97 to yeah, 2005. Yeah. So it was all early, and also Wyclef stuff was things that he was performing. Was his stuff that I enjoyed was during that time frame compared to um things yep, there you go. Months. That's the yeah. one I was talking about. If I no, rule the world, that's, but that's not imagine, that. imagine that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's also not free on my son. Awesome. I love him. If me, if you would be mine, we both shine. But also, but also, but also that's not, not her song. I was just saying. But that's <laughs> when we make the Nas list, maybe it'll make it. Hey, it'll be dope. So good stuff, man. Um, Imagine smoking weed in the seat. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you was really going cool out. Yeah, my bad. You said something about Nas. I was like, Matt smoking weed in the streets with no cops around. You said you're getting it oh, popping, huh? My bad. I had a flashback. All right, all right. All right. All right. King's Disease 3. Go get it. You know what I'm saying? It's out there. That's going to be hit. You know? He said it's going to be hit. All right, yeah. So that, 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 yeah, it, 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 it was different. It was decent. It I like it. I like it. All I like right, it. all right. Good yeah, thing, I like good it. Good stuff, man. I really appreciate it. We had an hour about, we had about an hour 50. Fantastic having Rev C on the show, having Will on the show. You are uh both yeah, of course so invited back at any time. You want to come through. Will you want to come on as a guest? We want to do a deep dive, you know what I'm saying? See what's going on. You have to go through the gauntlet with us. Not really a gauntlet, but you have to go through it with us as one of our guests so we can do a full interview and check you out. Rajim, it's always a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? They talked you up big time. I don't know about it, but they talked you up big time. So you know, I you guess I have, to, I have to, I have to drink a check soda to that and check off on it. So you be good to go. <laughs> you be good to go. Make sure, uh, you know, the podcast. We got a couple sponsors. We got a uh, rather unique barbershop. If you ever in the Brandon area, go check them out. Get faded, fresh and clean. We also got LGI fitness gear. We got a couple LGI t-shirts that's out here. You know what I'm saying? Check them out. Call hit up my man Roz. In the uh, mentions and whatnot, if you want to get a Let's Get It Fitness t-shirt, we got that out there. Also, we got Roz is out here with his other business. He's out there about to get you some game trucks. You know what I'm saying? Just fun and games. Let's go. Just fun and hey, games. Clayson, hey, hey, I got to say this too, Clayson. 
just so oh. you know, <laughs> I haven't announced this yet, but your boy about to check about the pledge Omega uh, Sci-Fi Grand right. Chapter. <laughs> Let's go. Oh Lord. <laughs> Right, exactly, exactly. Will hold on, time out. Hold on, yeah. Five grand chapter. Let's go. Yeah, I reached out to the chapter here close by. Um, I, I did my application, all that good stuff. So, I'm about to pledge grand chapter. You know How old are you? Okay, that's none of your damn uh, 156. Yeah, they call it a grab chat. Grab chat. I mean, just say it's old. Like, why are we? Why? Why can't I? Why you gotta be a hater? Why can't you grab? I'm just saying, why? How is this gonna be? I ain't gotta tell you why. (laughs) Because my mentor, a couple of my mentors are are, are bros, and I feel like it's something I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, you do you, sir. Make sure you watch out for the paddle. Um, all right, so, <laughs> I said grad chapter, sir. Apparently, you um, I think you're everybody not, should get paddled. You're not, a, doing you're, not a brisk, you're not a brisk, you're not a brisk of how grad chapter, how the grad chapter works. So. No, I think you should just paddle. Uh, that's it, get him. Just him, just do that. Just him, special, special, special occasion. Make sure that you get the oh, that's what's up, fellas. But uh, yeah, hey, we- I, I would enjoy everybody being out there. Coming and hanging out with it. All those that came out and Sigma brand. live, we really appreciate it. Like we said, this is episode 50. This is the season finale. We're going to be taking a break for about four weeks. We're coming back first week of June. So we it's going to be new and improved. We're going to have a little different, maybe a little different uh, segments, a uh, little visuals difference. I think I'm going to like tune up the intro music a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be, uh, we're going to flip it up a little bit. Everybody have a wonderful beginning to their summer. Enjoy their families. Kids that's out there about to graduate, you know what I'm saying? Hugs and kisses, fantastic. You know what I'm saying? Thumbs up. Go and do big things. To my man, Roz. To Will. To uh, Rev C. Really appreciate you being on the show and being with us. And we about to get up out of here. Men Catch Up Podcast, episode 50, end of season two. We about to be up out of here. Love you guys. Peace. Peace. All right, brothers. God bless, brothers.